Hello, and welcome to the Partners for Access Rare Disease and Cell and Gene Therapy Weekly Roundup. I'm your host, Max Rex. I'm joined today by Aparna Krishnan, Corporate Affairs Lead. Good morning, Aparna. Good morning, Max. And I'm also joined by Joanna Fernandez, Consultant. Good morning. Good morning. Every week, we at Partners for Access will bring you the most important news developments in the orphan drug and cell and gene therapy world and what they mean to you. Our first story this week is regarding the European Commission's big budget for research and innovation. On the 7th of June, the EU released figures for the 2021 to 2027 budget, which included 100 billion euros for some ambitious research programs. The bulk of this budget, over 97 billion euros, will go towards Horizon Europe, a fund that focuses on encouraging research and innovation across Europe. Also included in this fund is the European Innovation Council, which will be a one-stop shop that will help innovative startups and companies scale up their ideas from the lab to the market. It will provide direct support to innovators through two main funding instruments, one for early stages and the other for development and market deployment. The EU is also looking to double the financial support they give to national research in member states and is emphasizing a principle of open science that could see better access to publications and data. Wow, Max, that sounds like an amazing opportunity for startup companies, but what does this mean for rare diseases? Well, many companies developing drugs for rare diseases are small biotechs, and they have issues scaling up to bring their products to market. This fund will help these companies bring innovative technologies from early clinical stages right through to regulatory submission. Next, we move to Italy, where IFA is re-emphasizing its role as the main regulator and has said that it was not restricting the prescriptive freedom of physicians. This follows recent criticisms over guidelines for the evaluation of therapeutic equivalents. So Aparna, what's happening here? On May 31st, the Italian Medicines Agency published a new procedure which outlined a set of criteria that would help establish equivalence between two or more drugs for the same indication. This method was to be used for the purpose of purchasing competing drugs, particularly by regional health departments. However, the Association of Physicians criticized the guidelines, calling it an economic logic. Economic logic? What does that mean? They fear that the new law will propel regional decision makers to choose drugs that will not necessarily be in the best interest of the patient, but will cater to the concept of similarity with the main intent of making a saving on their budgets. So IFA director Mario Melazzini responded to these criticisms, calming the industry and noting that the aim of the new guidelines was to provide knowledge to all stakeholders, encourage competition, and better resource allocation. He particularly addressed physicians, saying that the guidelines would always respect the choice of the physician to take the right course of treatment for the patient. Thanks for that, Aparna. Now moving to gene therapy news out of the UK. Joanna, what's going on? Oxford Biomedica, a spin-out from Oxford University, has just signed a deal worth over 842 million US dollars with Accident Sciences. Wow, that sounds like a lot of money. Yes, I agree. Accident Sciences is a US startup which will commercialize its injectable gene therapy treatment for Parkinson's disease. 
The UK-based firm will get an upfront payment of $30 million and subsequent milestone payments on achieving clinical and regulatory targets. Accident will fund all clinical development costs, manufacturing processes, and scale-up activities for this new drug. Oxford's drug candidate, OXB102, uses the Lenti Vector platform and has been renamed AXO Lenti PD. A virus will be used as a vehicle to transport the treatment to the target cells. What is the treatment? This treatment consists of genes that have been modified to produce dopamine. This is a chemical in the brain that sends signals to other nerves and is lacking in patients with Parkinson's. This candidate shows a lot of promise as Biomedica's predecessor product, OXB101, has shown significant improvement and long-term efficacy in its phase one trial. Accident Sciences expects to initiate a phase one, two dose escalation study of AXO Lenti PD in patients with advanced Parkinson's by the end of 2018. Thanks, Joanna. And that's it for this week. For more news and analysis, go to our website, www.partnersforaccess.com. Subscribe to our podcasts from iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for listening and see you next week.